Hi, I'm Cheryl. And I'm Olivia. And we're going to have a sleepover. So we're about to watch Batman vs. Superman. Olivia, what are your thoughts? I know you're not looking forward to this. I do not want to see this movie. I... Okay, I love Batman. I love Batman so much. I started watching the animated series when I was a kid and I've consumed as much media as I could get my hands on ever since. I am the world's biggest fangirl for Batman. I am blindly loyal to him in every sense. And when the, the casting first came out for this movie, I knew that I was going to hate it, which was unfair to Batfleck, like I think we all were, but I don't actually really care. And yeah, so I, I know I'm going to hate this movie and I don't want to put myself through it. And yet here we are. I feel differently. <laughs> Look, I don't think this is going to be a good movie at all. I have not seen a single positive review, which seems so unlikely, but there it is. <sighs> I love bad movies though. For example, I enjoy the Star Wars prequel trilogy. I just, I, I like the way that bad movies make me angry. I love that they tend to generate some very deep discussion and I just enjoy laughing at them. So I expect to enjoy it on that level, but not on the level of a movie that I would actually be anticipating watching. So we're gonna go watch the movie now and then we'll come back and give you our thoughts while we're having our sleepover. Okay, so guys, we've just seen the movie, and up front, we're going to be pretty spoilery. So, spoilers for Batman vs. Superman, the movie, in case you want to see it. For don't. S- don't see it. Yeah, do don't. Um, I'm with Olivia, don't see it. It's not great. But in case you do want to see it, there are going to be spoilers. Okay, so up front, I'm just going to say... Superman died for our sins, guys. <laughs> Superman died for our sins. And thank God he did. It's cool. He'll be back in three days. It'll be fun. It's, it's definitely not a Jesus metaphor or anything. No, no, not at all. They wouldn't do that. No, no, they would not. Okay, so um, since I can see you have pages and pages of notes about how much you hate this movie, <laughs> I'm going to try and say five nice things about it. Five? Yeah, five. That's not possible. You couldn't find five things that you liked about that, that film. It was a struggle, I'll be honest with you, but I've got five nice things to say, um, and we're going to see whether or not you agree with any of them. Righto. Let's hear it. What's the first one? Okay, so, the first nice thing I have to say about Batman vs. Superman is that I thought the cinematography was quite good in places. For example, the first scene, which is Martha and Thomas Wayne being killed in the street, which is Batman's origin story, as you probably know because everybody knows that. I thought it was quite artistically shot, so I quite enjoyed watching that. I found it really boring. As I said before, I love this character. And here we are at this pinnacle scene, one of the most infamous scenes in comic book history. And I was bored. I I didn't care at all about baby Bruce or his parents. So... I guess it looked good. I don't know. Well, I cared about the parents because one of the... The father was Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who was the dad in Supernatural. So I had a lot of care oh. for those five minutes that he was on screen. Mm-hmm. Look, it was it's a very artistically shot opening. Granted, the entire thing was very reminiscent of Batman Begins as well. But it is a very artis- artistically shot beginning. So I quite enjoyed it. Up until the part where Bruce fell into a cave... 
got surrounded by bats and then started flying. What? Okay, so <laughs> can I tell the story? Absolutely. So, <laughs> so when we walked into the cinema, there was a surprising amount of people there. And I told myself that even though I was going to hate it, I shouldn't externalize my thoughts and be sassy out loud because I didn't want to ruin the movie going experience for everyone else. Uh, and then Bruce started levitating and I shouted, what the fuck? She actually did. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I, it just, it came out before I even realized that I was saying it. And then we laughed hysterically for the next sequence. Especially since the explanation, which is bat flecking, bat flake monologuing. And then in that dream, I started floating towards the light. What on earth was that? It was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. But okay, so the cinematography is good, apparently. I actually do have something to say about that as well. Uh There is a car chase scene where um, Batman in the Batmobile is chasing down the LexCorp employees because he wants to get the kryptonite from them. It is so badly lit i had no idea what was happening the entire time like that is just that is not good filmmaking right there now that you mention that it actually reminds me a lot of alien vs predator 2 really i don't i don't it it was a awful movie but um this is a really similar comment in that all the the action sequences and all the fight scenes you couldn't see what was going on Mm -hmm. um and I was trying to like it. Like, I like Aliens. I like Predator. I should have liked that film. But part of the reason that I think people hated it was because you couldn't see any of the cool shit that was going down between the aliens, which is the whole reason you go to see a movie like that. Yeah, if we talk about, if we think about the last big sort of superhero movie that came out, that would probably be Deadpool, which I've seen recently and I know you've yeah. seen. All of the action sequences are done during the daytime and it's all extremely well lit. Like you can see everything that's happening and that's part of the, what makes a movie, that excellent movie, even better. By virtue of this being a Batman movie, all of the action sequences do take place at night, but that doesn't mean that you can have to light it badly. Like you can still make sure that people can see what's going on. Otherwise, what is the point? Yeah, there's no point of having an action sequence and spending all that money on this really big fight scene if your audience isn't going to take any of it in aside from that there were a lot of sweeping sort of there were a lot of like very cinematic sweeping sort of tracking shots i they were good but they kind of dragged on for a bit too long but they were nice to look at it is very batman though to have a big long sweeping Mm. tracking shot like that's that's him surveying his domain not that he did any surveying, like there was that one moment where he was on a crane because, you know, he sticks to the shadows. So he jumps on a crane that is lit in the middle of a construction yard. Yeah, that that was what I was talking. That's one of the tracking shots I'm thinking about, actually, because it took me a long, it took me a second to realize he was there. But aside because aside from that, it was just people walking and it took a really long time. And it seemed like it was a shot that went on for too long. For the most part, it's a good movie to look at. It's when you start to actually kind of think about the content where things sort of fall apart on this movie. So the second nice thing, and you can tell that I'm already starting to stretch myself a bit here. (laughs) The second nice thing I have to say about this movie is I find Jesus metaphors about the male white protagonists 
very overdone in modern fiction oh. or in any fiction. It's kind of been going on for a while. Um, I should say Messiah, uh, Messiah metaphor instead of Jesus metaphor, but I'm going to go with Jesus metaphor. Well, we live in a Christian society. Also because he died for our sins, guys. He <laughs> died for our sins. They literally replaced the cross on the coffin with the Superman symbol. Like you cannot get more blatant. Oh, also the, on his, on, on the grave, it says, if you're looking for his memorial, look all around you. Isn't that beautiful? Don't mm. you just feel so inspired now? I'm so inspired. Anyway, um, I do find Messiah, um, the word i do find jesus metaphors overdone but i thought it was nice that they were at least upfront about the fact that they were going to go for a jesus metaphor like there's a whole bunch of discussions on the news there he goes and saves a girl in mexico and people literally start trying to touch him like they used to touch jesus in the bible it's very blatant and at least they were blatant about it i found that really uh wanky i <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Like it, they they had that whole conversation, and when I say they, I mean Lex and the senator have that whole conversation where he compares himself to the devil, and there's this whole like God, man, and devil and metaphor going on. And I I feel like it was probably a theme of the comic book that got lost in translation a little bit because that obviously is a big struggle of Superman's life. Like he's not human but he was raised by humans and he loves humans and he doesn't have a planet to go home to so who is he really and i feel like it would have been done a lot more tastefully in the graphic novels but um yeah it was it was just you're right like they were being blatant about it but because they were being blatant about it i just felt like the movie could have done without it entirely mm. I found myself wondering, would the media really be so blatant about comparing somebody to Jesus? I don't think the Australian media would be too blatant about comparing somebody to Jesus. America tends to be more religious, though. But Well, I mean, they're both multicultural societies in the sense that the government has made efforts to be inclusive of a whole bunch of different cultures. And so, yeah, I think as an offshoot of that, the media would tread more lightly than they did in the movie around the topic of Jesus because he's clearly not Jesus. If you want to compare him to a god, like maybe he's a deity, that that's probably the way they would word it. They'd be far more politically correct about it. Yeah, in this movie, they were pretty much like, he is like Jesus. Um, it was very, very blatant, and it was quite strange that the media would be so blatant about it. So the third nice thing I have to say about this movie, and I am actually legit excited about this one, Wonder Woman! She was amazing. <laughs> She's incredible. My notes are literally like, oh my god, oh my god, oh shit, there's Wonder Woman, She's so pretty! <laughs> she was amazing. Like, you know, the movie doesn't bother to refer to her as Wonder Woman, but yeah, she's Wonder Woman. You know who she is. She has the lasso. Apparently she has Captain America's shield. It's great. She just borrowed it. She was just like, hey, 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 Rogers, just heading over to Gotham. Want to, want to learn to start shield? I'm just going to take the paint off as well. Cause you know, the star is a bit overdone. Yep. I mean, I'm, I used to wear it on my pants and all, but I'm a bit over that now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Wonder Woman is amazing. Wonder Woman makes suffer suffering through that shithole of a movie all worth it. She is wonderful. 
given how great of a character she is, it's actually really disappointing about all of the other female characters in this movie. Oh, so the scene where she's fighting uh, Doomsday with bats and soups, um, and she's just being a badass and she's yelling. And can I just say how refreshing it is to hear a woman yelling in a movie? Yeah, like, like it happens so rarely. It does, and she's just so happy about fighting. Like she's having the time of her life. Yeah. <laughs> like Batman and Superman are all panicked and like, oh god, we've got to stop this thing. And she's just like, yeah, I haven't killed something in a while. This is great. So yeah, she's she's having the time of her life, and you're so excited, and you're like, yes, finally some action I can get behind. And of course, it has to be juxtaposed with Lois freaking drowning uh, and crying out for help and generally just being a damsel in distress and it's infuriating because Lois in the comics is bad ass. Yeah, like in the animated series she's always in control. Like if she gets herself in trouble, yeah, Superman will save her, but she usually has a plan to get out of it. Exactly. She like the reason that Superman is so drawn to her in the first place is because she's so good at her job and she's so compelling and she's this person who doesn't have all the powers that Superman has, but she's still trying to, you know, save the world and right the wrongs of the world and and bring justice to the world. And that's what he tries to do. Um, But in the movie, she just spends the whole time trying to clear Superman's name and yes they're in love and of course that's what you do for your boyfriend but she's so much more complex than that and the movie does not do it justice the closest thing this movie definitely does not pass the back now test sorry we looked we looked up how to pronounce this before we started and now i've forgotten the bechdel test it does not pass the bechdel test there's literally two interactions between women in this movie one of them is after superman has died wonder woman gives lewis a sad look the second one is martha gives her the engagement ring that superman was going to give to lewis that is the only two interactions between women in this entire movie it is pathetic so the fourth thing that i liked about this movie was the fact that i thought the casting was actually quite good I am including Batflick in that. I actually thought Batflick did a good job. Uh, okay, so I agreed with you until you mentioned Batflick. I'm sorry. I just... Maybe it's just because I've seen him in so many other movies and I can't reconfigure my head around him as Batman, but he just... He was ridiculous. His, and I mean, obviously part of that is direction, obviously. We're going for a Batman that apparently brands his... Uh, Pray now. Um, yeah, that was... I, I literally, I saw uh, I saw Olivia throw her hands up. <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> what? What? It was pretty funny. It's like, like, Batman in this movie was the Punisher. Like, he, he wasn't this guy who wants to fight criminals because his parents were killed by criminals. He was just... A 15-year-old boy going through puberty who <laughs> just needed an outlet for all his white man rage. Which like, is funny because this is the oldest movie incarnation of Batman. It was infuriating. I, I did like his grey hair. He's, he's looking like a silver fox nowadays. Very distinguished. Yeah. I have actually never seen a Ben Affleck movie. So, um, yeah, given that this was the first Ben Affleck movie I've seen, I thought he did a good job. The one thing I would like to mention is like, what was Lex Luthor's deal? 
Because, I don't know, like, Jesse Eisenberg was doing some strange things in that in this movie, but I don't think it's his fault so much as he was sat down in front of the Dark Knight and just told, <laughs> hey, so you know how Lex Luthor... We don't actually want you to be Lex Luthor. We actually want you to be Heath Ledger's The Joker. Can you do that for us? Great. Thank you. Well, he did his best. He did a subpar Heath Ledger's Joker, but I'm not sure anyone could recreate that performance. Um, I I wanted to like his performance so badly. I think he did really interesting things with the character of Lex Luthor, and I think had he not been given that obvious direction to just recreate Heath Ledger's Joker... Um, it would have been a really interesting Lex Luthor. Like, Lex is arrogant and utterly convinced of his uh, intellectual superiority, and that's why he finds Superman so fucking annoying, because the guy has uh, people fawning over him and thinking he's the messiah, um, and he thinks everyone should fawn over him for that. But instead, what we got was this homicidal lunatic, and I don't mean that in the ableist way, I mean... Literally, he is... He is not mentally stable. <laughs> he is not mentally stable. <laughs> um, and it, it was just disappointing. Like, I think Jesse Eisenberg could have done a much better job uh, had he been given some proper direction as to who the fuck he was actually playing. Yeah, which is why I literally just have the question, what was Lex Luthor's deal? <laughs> Jeremy Irons was also an amazing Alfred. I loved his Alfred. I hated Michael Caine's Alfred. Really? I I thought he was awful. And again, maybe it's just because I've seen him in too many things and Batman exists in this alternate universe in my head and I think it's all real and I can't deal with the fact that it's not. And so when I see actors that I know playing characters in the Batman universe, I I have a little crisis of faith. But I I just thought his Alfred was two-dimensional and boring. Whereas Jeremy Irons was <laughs> so sassy and so hell-bent on getting bats laid and... Yeah, he was just like, well, maybe you'll settle down with a girl from Metropolis. Or he was just like, oh, I wish there were some children to leave this place to, fuck. It was great because Alfred is so done with Batman's shit. He's raised him since he was this tiny little five-year-old boy and he's still an angsty little shit and he's, he's so done. The other thing I'd like to mention about casting is I have been told, or I read somewhere, that Rachel McAdams was up for the part of Lois Lane. And I I love Amy Adams. I think she's an amazing actress, but I think that she doesn't have the edge that Lois Lane needs. Or she, if she has that edge, she's not bringing it to the movie. And I think that Rachel McAdams has more of an edge based, for example, on Irene Adler in Sherlock Holmes. Mm. Like she did an amazing job as that character. And I think she could have brought some of that edge that she took to Irene to the role of Lewis that could have made, I don't know, just made her seem more of the character that she is in the comic books. See, I, and I don't know, I haven't seen that many Amy Adams movies, but I feel like she could have done an edgy Lois Lane uh, I feel like it's more down to direction. They didn't want an edgy Lois Lane. They didn't want a second complex female character with agency. No. Come on. We've got Wonder Woman in this. That's all the women's need. I'm up to number five now. And um, I really enjoyed seeing the Civil War trailer before the movie started. <laughs> that doesn't count as five things that you liked about Batman vs Superman. Sure it does. But it was enjoyable to see, I won't lie. We uh, we may have 
jumped out of our seats a little bit and clutched we at each other and yeah every time I was just I started hitting Olivia every time Bucky came on screen <laughs> it was pretty great I feel sorry for the people behind us because we had this reaction and the Suicide Squad trailer comes on the the second one they released with the Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack and um and yeah they they would have found this quite strange I think by our visceral reactions yeah the Suicide Squad trailer looked quite good actually which I wasn't expecting I suppose yeah I'm uh, again obviously Batman universe so I feel very protective of my characters and I I want good things for Harley Quinn and I'm terrified that they're gonna reduce her to this sex plot when she's so much more than that she was actually invented by the animated series did you know I did know that yeah Yeah, it's pretty cool and that was the same with Mercy Oh, really? Yeah, she was invented for the animated series for Superman. Oh, yeah. So Mercy was a character um, in this movie as well. Which So she was like Lex Luthor's sexy Asian henchwoman. And she, she was a babe. She was so hot. Yeah, and then he killed her because he's Lex Luthor and he's not mentally stable in this movie. This woman has had too much screen time. I must kill her now. And everyone else. Like, he didn't just kill her specifically, but he also didn't tell her to run and he very well could have. Yeah. Go... Go in there and mind my seat. Make sure no one takes my seat. And she's like looking at a watch and looking at the door and being like, where's my boss at? And then he kills know, her. Then everyone dies. Yeah, he explodes the room. So, you know, that was not great. Um, so given the Suicide Squad trailer, how do you think, where do you think DC is going next? Well, weren't you just saying, just, I'm just going to go back to that, about how they're doing um, reshoots? Yeah, I heard that there were reshoots happening based because um, during the post-production of Suicide Squad, we were talking about this after the movie, uh, during the production post-production of Suicide Squad, both Deadpool and Super- Batman vs. Superman have come out, and there have been extremely different reactions mm. to those movies, and I think the heads at DC have looked at that and gone, hmm, we should maybe do something about that. Well, it's obvious just from the two trailers that they've released since the movie's been in production. The first trailer is obviously a little more gritty. Like, there's only so much you can do with a zany bunch like the Suicide Squad. So they had to tone down the grittiness a little bit away from Batman vs Superman. But um, then obviously Deadpool came out and the hype for Deadpool, even previous to the movie coming out, was huge and... They've obviously seen that and trying to ride the coattails of, of Deadpool's success. They've released the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer, which obviously plays more on how unique and uh, zany these characters are. And they're clearly, with these reshoots, trying to to bring a little more fun into the universe. And as... as which is overdue. Well, that's it. Like, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, as as frustrating as it is that their creative vision clearly wasn't originally to play on how funny the Suicide Squad comics are. It's nice that because Deadpool did do so well, movie producers are now going, oh, that's right. Comedy's a thing. People like laughing and not unending angst. Like Batman vs Superman. Sorry, Batman v Superman. And I was reading about this after the movie. They actually chose Batman v Superman instead of Batman vs Superman because they wanted to be very clear that it wasn't a versus movie. What else is V meant to stand for? What is V meant to stand for? I don't know. But they, they specifically chose V so that it was a little bit obscure. Sorry, the true meaning was a little bit obscured. 
Okay, I feel like they spent more time on the title than they did on the plot. <laughs> yes, I can do. So the Wonder Woman movie is coming out next year, and uh, given how amazing Wonder Woman was in this movie, we're pretty excited for Frick. it. Frick. It's going to be the same movie. Uh, sorry, the same actress, right? Absolutely. Because she was amazing. Yeah. She's, I mean, obviously, she's super hot, but um, she's just so cool. And like I said before, it was so cool to hear her screaming. Like, we haven't had, like, a tough, badass fighter since, like, Xena. Yeah. Um, or, like... She reminded me of Serena Williams a bit and like yeah. that whole controversy over, oh, women should be attractive and not make grunty man noises. And she was just going for it because obviously she's yeah. fighting Doomsday. Um, and it's going to be really cool to see a feature length film with her at the helm. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. I think the others stand out because they showed like brief clips of like their future upcoming oh, projects. Yeah. The one where the other one we're really excited about is... Uh, Aquaman, which sounds really weird given Aquaman's reputation, but he's also being played by Jason Momoa, and that is amazing. So hot! And it's and he's not a white actress, which I'm also very excited about. Yeah, that's always exciting. I said not a white actress. Aquaman is going to be played by a man. How exciting for us. Shut up. No, but he's Hawaiian, and... um, He's obviously chuffed to have gotten the role of Aquaman. I remember he um, he turned down some action, Conan the Barbarian, because he didn't want to be typecast yeah. as like the tough, quiet guy after the Khal Drogo. Um, and also probably Ronan from Stargate, which is how I know him. Yeah. So obviously he's going to be bringing a lot of humor to, to Aquaman because you could easily, if you continued on this road of gritty reboots of comic book characters, do an Aquaman that's very serious. Um, so I think he's going to have a lot of fun with Aquaman and that's going to be really cool to see. Wow, I've never had such a hard time trying to find five nice things to say about something. I'm shocked. So let's go more into our main players in this. The Batman v Superman, as it were. Not versus V. So what was up with Batman in this movie? I don't know a lot about Batman, but I'm pretty sure I've never seen him brand anyone before. And it wasn't just that he was branding people for fun. There was a whole news piece in the movie about how people in jail who have the Bat brand, because he just brands red criminals with them, well, it's kind of like a mark for a hit. Like, they'll get killed in prison. And Alfred is all like, hey, bats, I don't know if you've noticed that this is happening, but this is happening, and it's not cool. Also, why are you branding people? That's weird. And like, what the actual fuck, Batman? You don't brand people. How is that even... You're not a supervillain. You are meant to be a hero. And Batman is pretty much just like... Alfred, the world is shit, and then storms the fuck out. I'm having a midlife crisis. I'm older than my father ever was. Yeah, that was also a thing. Ugh, man angst. But also, Batman throughout the whole movie, and we don't find this out until Alfred is all like, Hi, you've been lying to me, and I know it. Can you tell me what your actual objective is? Batman throughout the entire movie is plotting to kill Superman. He's never even talked to Superman to find out his intentions. He was just like, I might die. If I die and Superman is still alive, that might not be cool. So I'm just going to kill him. It's just, he's unnecessarily violent throughout the entire thing. Like, 
Yes, the only time he fires an actual gun and not a gun that he's rigged to use uh, kryptonite with or whatever is in the dream sequence, but Batman doesn't use guns. No, but he actually rigs up machine guns to shoot Superman. Like, granted, he probably knew they wouldn't do anything, but that's still... Exactly. His whole his whole deal is that he doesn't use guns. He doesn't kill people. He brings them to justice. And obviously, the Nolan movies sort of walked that line a little bit, but... Batman doesn't kill people. Dude dude doesn't know who he is, doesn't know anything about him. He's never had a conversation with him in his life. Mm. He's had this this rivalry that he's created entirely in his mind and he wages war against somebody. That's and, that's not Batman. Like it's such an integral part of the character. It's so strange that they would completely ditch that. Well this and this is what I was saying. It's like it's like the bros got Batman. This movie is an action movie and, you know, action movies are great, they're fine, but there's there's no nuance, there's no discussion of morality. They sort of beat around the bush a bit, but they don't really go in depth, which is kind of why nerds like Batman and Superman, because we have these existential questions uh, about the nature of mankind and the nature of uh, godliness and there's all these interesting moral qualms about if a superhero fails to act, then have they essentially killed somebody? And these are all issues that they somewhat touch on in the movie, but it's mostly just about blowing shit up and killing people and branding people with a bat symbol. And it's it's a joke. There's a bit in the movie, so Batman has kind of doused Superman with kryptonite, so Superman's basically at human level strength. And Batman just curb stomps him into the ground and not to incapacitate him, because Superman is incapacitated he just keeps going as if he's enjoying it. Like, it's, it's actually quite sadistic. I actually turned to Olivia at that point and said, am I supposed to find this character heroic? Mm. What is even happening right now? Mm. Yeah, it's, it's like the scene in, in uh, American History X, like, yeah. actually. And, like, look, we get it. We get that Batman's decided that apparently Superman has to be stopped. And for so- somehow he has justified this in his mind. And so, yes, he's pulling pulling out all stops to, to rid the world of Superman. But she was entirely right. It's sadistic. Like, he, he's getting off on this violence and he's loving it. Which had it been addressed, could have been a really interesting question. Like, I'm Batman, I'm meant to protect everyone, and I'm really enjoying beating on Superman. What does this mean for me? But instead, it's just sort of taken for granted that, well, of course he enjoys the violence because he's a man, and men love to beat up other men. Yeah, and then once the misunderstanding, per se, it's not really a misunderstanding so much as they're both like, Superman is all like, you're killing Martha! And Batman's all, oh, that was my mom's name! I can't kill you now! (laughs) Quick plot summary. Lex Luthor has kidnapped Martha, and unless Superman kills Batman in an hour, he's going to kill her. It's obviously a trap. He's never going to give her up. But Superman buys it, and so he's actually not going there to kill Batman. He's actually going there to try and talk Batman into helping him. And Batman is just like, no, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah, and also Superman kind of lets his man his man feels get in the way a little bit. He's like, oh, you've punched me in the face too many times. I'm going to throw you through a building. I'm going to kill you after all. And the whole plot, though, like Lex's plan is really clumsy and not intelligent at all, which was really frustrating to me as well, because Lex Luthor, like, it was it was more a way of just wounding Superman. It wasn't a way to reveal him to the public. You know, he didn't he he wasn't filming it. 
it was just again sadistic the whole the whole film is violent and unnecessarily violent and don't get me wrong i love action movies i love watching people hit people Mm. but a superman versus batman movie is not the place for that and the character of superman to me was also kind of strange like the one thing i do know about superman i know superman much, much less than I know Batman. But the one thing I do know about Superman is that he's constantly referred to as the big blue boy scout. Like, he's his thing is he wants to do the right thing and he wants to save people. Whereas throughout the entire movie, Superman kind of struggles with doing the right thing. Mm. And it's sort of weird because everyone, like his dead father, he hallucinates his dead father at one point. And his father's just like, oh, Clark, you can't save people without killing some people. This is, this is obviously a moral... A dilemma that Superman has in, in several graphic novels and it's obviously something that he grapples with a lot because I haven't seen the first movie so the entire movie I was just like shouldn't he have sorted this shit out in his first movie like why is this still a problem for him yeah that, that was the entire first movie and he still hasn't sorted his shit out Superman not wanting to hurt people is kind of Batman's parents dying. Like, it's just something that comes up and up and mm-hmm. up and up, and he just needs to see a therapist. But he doesn't seem to care about that. There's a bit where Lewis says to him, you need to know what people are saying about you because there is an event that happens that he saves Lewis at the expense of other people. And Lewis is all like, you need to know what people are saying about you because they're not happy about this and they think that you're responsible for these deaths. And he's just like... I don't care, I saved you. That was weird to me as well, because that doesn't fit with what I know about from pop culture osmosis. That doesn't fit with what I know about Superman. Yeah, like, he's just acting the way someone in love does. And while that's understandable and does humanise him a little bit, it's not, it's not Superman. Superman is exactly right. Like, he's a big boy blue scout. He's a big blue boy scout. Like, he's Captain America, but DC. And it's the kind of question that should have been raised and does get raised towards the end. That's why he just shows up on Lois's uh, veranda and is like, yep, can't do the thing, gotta go, bye. But that's the only time it really gets addressed in the movie. The rest of the time, he's just like... Don't care, I love you too much. But we're coming from this from very different levels of caring about DC. Like, Olivia cares a lot, and I'm kind of like, eh. So, obviously, the characterization is a big sticking point for her, but it's also kind of a sticking point for me. I know about these characters largely through pop culture osmosis, and from what I know about these characters, what happens in this movie doesn't really fit the perception that we have of those characters. And it's very jarring, which I think is also kind of contributed to the fact that no one has liked this movie well yeah like when you think about the way pop culture refers to superman he's a boy scout like that's that's his deal he tries to do the best for everyone all of the time and that's why a lot of people have this knee-jerk reaction to superman in that oh who cares about him because he's not interesting he's not violent he's this all-american guy and if a movie can get that wrong, then something's gone wrong with the entire thing. Since we're at a sleepover, do you want to play a game? Alright. Okay, so Fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, love this game. Well, since you're a big Batman fan, let's go with some previous Batmans. So right. the most recent Batman would be Ben Affleck Batman. Batfleck. 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 Yeah. I, it just flows. Batfleck it just flows. So 
I can't say the full name, uh, Christian Bale, or I think technically the Batman before him would be George Clooney, but... I don't want to talk about George Clooney. Yeah, that movie is not allowed to exist, so we'll go with Val Kilmer. No, I like that. Okay, I like that movie because I like all things Batman, but yeah, let's not talk about George Clooney. Yeah, we can, we can go with Val Kilmer, that's fine. <laughs> I feel like we need to delve into this in another podcast, but for now, <laughs> let's go with Val Kilmer. Okay, so, Batfleck. Christian Bale Batman or Val Kilmer Batman? Fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Um. And show your work. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to have to kill Batfleck because he was god-awful for one thing. <laughs> um, I've never seen Ben Affleck in anything. I thought he was adequate. No, he was the... No! <laughs> He's objectively the worst! And now the 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 fucking Mary is the crux of this question because mm. like Christian Bale is a babe, obviously, but so is Val Kilmer, and I have such a penchant for the the nineties Burton Batman's that I want to fuck him so bad, but then I'd have to marry Christian Bale. This Batman and I'm pretty sure you can fuck him when you're married. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the pinnacle of the question is Of course, in the spirit is, of the game. Is the mm. committed romantic relationship, not all the freaky sex that you get to have when you're married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um and so <laughs> I kind of wanna go with marry Val Kilmer's Bat No, but Val Kilmer's Batman was so No, okay, so I'm gonna marry Christian Bale's Batman because Christian Bale looks so good in a suit. So American Psycho. Also, arguably, he retired at the end, so you might actually get to settle down with the man. Hey! No one wants to settle down with Batman. Like, can I just... <laughs> can I say that outright? No one wants to settle down with someone with such deep-seated parental issues. <laughs> like, people complain about their mother-in-law coming over. His parents are constantly in his mind. They are part of his identity. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Like, you say Martha and all of a sudden the one-man war that he's been waging for the past two years is over. (laughs) Like, it's like a safe word. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so we're marrying Christian Bale's Batman because he looks the best in a suit. Uh, Yeah. Agree. We're fucking Val Kilmer's Batman because no one wants to be stuck with that for the rest of eternity. And we're killing Batfleck because obviously. (laughs) Okay, so now you have to play. Mm -hmm. I did Batman, so you're stuck with Superman. Yeah, great. Let's play with Henry Cavill, Cavill, however you say his last name. Brandon Ruth and Christopher Reeves, Superman's. Okay, I'm going to kill Brandon Ruth Superman. Sure, you're working. Okay, so Superman Returns is the one where he comes back from fucking off with like however long and every all of life has moved on, so he's pretty angsty in that one. Mm. I don't want to deal with that, so mm. kill him. A lot of man babies, okay. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'll probably fuck Henry Cable Superman because, oh. man, did you see that? Shirtless scene, that man is good looking. I would fuck him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd 100%. And the glasses. Yeah. Very good in glasses. He looks amazing mm. in glasses. Mm. Yeah, I would fuck him because he is ripped and gorgeous. Yeah, okay. And I'd probably marry Christopher Reeve, Superman. Why? Because he's beautiful. He yeah, is. but so is, so is the other one. 
So why why does he get the ring? Why are you putting a ring on that? Because he's just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I have okay. no other reason. He's just beautiful. It's a love that dare not speak its name. Exactly. All right. I think we're done talking about this movie. Do you have anything else to say? Oh, no, I'm done. So we're going to sign off here so we can get to some manicures. Next time, we'll be talking about Jurassic Park slash World. Yeah, I have a habit of forcing people to watch those movies because they're excellent. Olivia and I also watched Jurassic World together and Olivia was very angry. It was very funny. So we'll be talking about that next time because we have many many questions. So for now, bye.